Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 128 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B. Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, the cops showing up? Do you hear sirens anywhere? I don't know. Wait a minute. CHB? El Compadre? Sandy County uh, Sheriff? County Sheriff? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what are they here? Can... I think... I'll, t- I'll tell you who is here showing up. You better hide, brother. Black Lives Matter will be showing up. Black Lives Matter? <laughs> They're not the bad boys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway. I love the song, bro. Uh, this is another great song. Great song. What is it? First thing that it reminds us of? The show? Cops. Cops! Yes! When we finally... Here comes the boom. Come yeah. on, boom. Oh. No boom! No boom. It did it! Oh, it. oh no, okay. That's but iconic song! Yes, iconic song. Why? Because it was made known to the world because of the show Cops. Yep, yep, yep. When cops were being followed with cameras for all their work that they did and all the stuff they dealt with, brother. Uh huh. Right? Uh huh. So they were the bad boys, bad boys, but in uh-huh. a good, positive way, right? Because they were stopping crime and you know yeah. handing out citations yeah. and looking out for people showed all their tactical mistakes for all the other cops in the country to to uh, uh, to, to uh, analyze it right yeah <laughs> now I don't want to say I, criticize I, I, but, no, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah that's why but you play yeah. that song now <laughs> yeah I yeah, mean yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah. bad boys bad boys because what they do they shot black people <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's, it's what brings us to the news. <laughs> oh my I goodness! Mean, I, I, didn't I, we just talk I, about? We just talk about I shooting, know, bro. Like, I know, not too long ago, I know. like last podcast. I figured this Maybe was going to come four or five up. podcasts before again, and yeah. then we thought we were done for a while. You know, and then last. Why year. would we ever think we're done? Oh my goodness! Why would we? Ever think we're done? <sighs> we're never done, and it's getting worse and worse. It's like bro. what about Bob? <laughs> exactly. You think he's gone? Nope. You think he's gone? He's Shh. never gone. Shut so <laughs> your, your door. Eating your meals. <laughs> Calls you in the middle of a uh, family exactly. family time, family vacation. Oh my goodness! Shows up at the family vacation. Yep, yep, you know, yep. Unannounced. <laughs> yep. So, oh boy. Anyway, so uh, I guess you got something for me. On oh this. yeah, oh yeah. So another shooting, bro. Well, I mean, <laughs> they just 
oh, okay. tend to happen, you know. And I, I can tell just, just I can already yeah. tell, folks, just yeah. just from from the body language here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another shooting that happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and guess what? Just, just it was a white cop. Just defund the police. <laughs> it was yeah, a white just, cop. Just go ahead and defund them now. Sixty-year-old <laughs> girl. And guess what? She was black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. So here, I'll bring up the story, bro. Let's just go through it. All right, here we go. Why not? Let's do this. <laughs> this is so funny, but oh well. 16-year-old. Taking you a while there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. Okay, go ahead. 16-year-old girl fatally shot by police in Ohio. Mm-hmm. By the way, I saw the video, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, good, good. I'm I mean, yeah. I'm sure you'll be able to fill in yeah. pretty yeah. good there. The shooting yeah. happened in yeah. South Columbus on Tuesday. Today is Friday, so about three days ago. So police identified the 16-year-old girl who was shot and killed by a Columbus officer, uh, Columbus, Ohio police officer, Tuesday afternoon while he responded to a fight between several girls in a residential neighborhood. I don't like the way this news outlet worded it there because he wasn't responding to a fight. He was responding to a stabbing, to someone that was in the process of stabbing someone. So this right here, I don't like. Well, it developed quite quickly. I don't know what the original call was or what dispatch put out. Oh, okay. But as soon as he arrived on scene, I mean, just within seconds, yeah. Um, the knife, the knife was quickly heading toward another person. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it that way. It was an attempt murder, like yeah. that fast. Yeah. yeah. Columbus police responded to 911 calls of a disturbance. Okay, disturbance at 4:30 p.m. local time, with the first officer getting out of his patrol car, approaching the fight and opening fire just seconds later. The yeah. victim was identified late Tuesday as Makia Bryant. Uh, she was taken to the hospital in critical condition and pronounced dead just before 5:30 p.m. So she didn't make it. She okay. did not make it, brother. She uh, passed, unfortunately. The Franklin County Children's Services said Bryant was a foster child under its care. Interim Police Chief Michael Woods wait, identified... Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the, the girl that was shot was a foster child? Yes. It says right here, the Franklin County... She looked like a grown woman. Child, children's Services said Bryant was a foster child oh under its goodness. care. She looked yeah. like a grown woman yeah I mean, no she did she did she was I mean, a big girl Go she ahead. was a big girl yeah but yeah. she was only 16 years old and okay. yeah foster All child right. uh interim police chief michael woods identified the officer who shot brian as nicholas reardon during a press conference wednesday he has been with the department since december 2019 on wednesday police shared three new videos from body camera footage of the incident and release audio of the two 911 calls police received from the scene. Footage from Reardon's body cam shows him exit a police car and approach a scuffle between Brian and two other girls. In a matter of seconds, the cop shots, you mentioned seconds, and that's what they're mm-hmm. saying, in a matter yeah. of seconds, yeah. uh, a cop shot at Brian, who appeared to have a knife in her hand when she lunged toward another girl. He fired what sounded like four shots. A second officer is seen rushing to her side after she fell to the ground. She had a knife. She just went at her. Reardon is heard saying in the footage. She's just a blip kid. One bystander at the scene yelled after the shots rang out. 
A statement released on behalf of the Bryan family and Makia's mother, Paula, said they wanted to respectfully request justice for Makia Bryan. As a family, we're all saddened by the tragic and unnecessary death of Makia. Uh, Paula and the Bryan family said in a statement to ABC News she was loved by many and had family throughout both Mansfield and in Columbus, Ohio. Makia was a good student, a good person, and did not deserve what happened to her. We want to a, remind... A good person that would have been charged with attempted murder if she would have lived, but go ahead. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, we want to remind everybody, everyone, Makia was only 16 years old, a 16-year-old teenage girl. We are deeply- Okay, let me, let me stop here. I, yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm really, really trying to hold my patience with what you're reading, and I'm just, I've, I'm, I'm about to blow a stack here. <laughs> all right, start, start, start. Stop me at any point and just... First of all... Chime in, bro. <laughs> first of all, I'm sick of hearing she was just... A kid. She was just a 16-year-old. Oh, she was a good student. Who gives a flip? She was trying to kill somebody with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Anybody who's worked the streets knows there's 12-year-old gangbangers that'll kill you faster than you can, you can say what happened. Yep. Okay? So this is the reality that people don't want to face in society, and mm-hmm. I'm really sick and tired of it. Yeah. You hit a nerve, brother. <laughs> you hit a nerve. <laughs> uh, I'm sick and tired of that. Yeah. Yep. Because you've got kids, so-called, that will kill you oh, yeah. and not think twice about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? But they're always good kids. It's always good kids, right? But didn't you know that, you know? brother? Everybody's good. Right. Everybody but here's what, has good intentions. Here's, here's what I saw when... when uh-huh. uh, from the video cam, or from the body cam, uh-huh. uh, or it might have been the car cam. Uh, anyway, he pulls up. A big fight's ensuing. Uh, you know, there's like four or five people fighting. Um, as he's exiting the car, one girl hits the ground. The guy runs up and he kicks this girl in the head. Yes, I saw that. There's mm-hmm. attempted murder right there. <coughs> he could have killed that girl. And he wasn't even arrested, I believe. Right? He better have been. It's attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my book, I would have taken him in. But no mention of that, right? It's only the sixteen no, girl that's dead. <laughs> no. He needs to be go he needs to go to go to jail and go to trial mm-hmm. for at least assault. Yeah. But attempted murder, I would say, because he had, he had boots on. Yeah. Kicked her in the head. I don't know what kind of damage he did to her. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's neurological damage, you know. Yeah. I mean it's bad. At the same time that's happening, the two girls are fighting, and the 16-year-old, the good kid and good student, good student. <laughs> had a knife in her hand, and she is in the motion of plunging the knife toward the other girl who is pinned up against the car. Yeah. Right? This is what I remember from the video. As she's in the motion to come down at that girl to stab her, pop, 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 she gets shot and goes mm-hmm. down. What are, what's this report from? ABC News. Okay, that tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the stupidity of these reporters. Uh-huh. They're morons. Yeah. I- I'm sick of them. Yeah. I'm sick of them. They try to paint it like the cop's the bad guy. Every single dog on time. Yeah. She, they saved that girl's life. The other girl that... There was two girls, actually, that are about to get stabbed. 
Right. You saw the one that, on the video, right? But I believe there was two girls was there that she was one? trying to stab. Well, she yeah. would have stabbed everybody there if, if, sure. if, if, uh, you know, if, if she yeah. wasn't stopped. So the officers saved you know, two lives. Right. But nobody sees that, right? Including probably their own. Exactly. Be, people don't understand how dangerous a knife is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. In, in, in police work, there's a thing called a 21-foot rule. If you're within 21 foot of a knife, you're dead within seconds. Period. I'm glad you brought that up because you know what a lot of people will argue? How come you didn't use a taser? Tasers don't work all the time. Tasers, right. they work probably 50% of the time. And if, not so only you, that. So if you try to tase this guy. By the time, first of all, by the time you get the taser out and get ready to shoot it, you've already been stabbed six times. Not only that, you the accuracy is not very good, right? Accuracy is not good. You've got to hit the prongs right. No, that's stupid. And then both prongs have to connect, right? Right. That's so, just someone who's ignorant and doesn't know yeah. what they're talking right. about. You have A knife is a deadly weapon. You're going to use a, 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 a non-lethal weapon against a deadly weapon? That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Whoever says that, you go ahead and use a taser. I'll take the knife. Let's see how how long you survive. I'll yep. give I'll give I'll give you fifteen seconds to live. <laughs> By the time I've cut yeah. your juggler and taken out your your uh, carotid artery and you know and your femoral, I'll take out all three, bleed you out like quicker. And that taser ain't going to do crap. No. no, I'm telling you right now, people don't understand <laughs> that they're they're oblivious to the reality of the streets. And I've had you about enough know, of it. I'm gonna grind your gears a little bit more. Oh, you want to know the argu- <laughs> the other argument was? What's that? The cop should have shot in the air. What good is that going to do? It goes, <laughs> what goes up must come down, right? Who's it going to hit when it comes down? Some kid that's riding his bike down the street? Now you killed some kid riding his bike? because you. First of all, policy won't allow that. It's a violation of policy. That's stupid. What's wrong with these people? You can't make this stuff up, bro. <laughs> these people are idiots. Okay, look. You shoot center mass. <coughs> because you're more likely to hit yeah. center mass. Yeah, yeah. You've got a split second to stop this girl from murdering the other girl and then taking everybody else out. Mm-hmm. All that stuff they're talking about demonstrates their lack of reality. They're living in a dream world, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. They yeah. want to be Hollywood cops is what they want to be. Uh-huh. You know what I want to be? I want to be a Hollywood cop. You know why? I get to rough a bunch of people up. I get to blow things up. I get to shoot like a thousand rounds, and I don't have to do one report. <laughs> no reports. That's it, bro. I just get in a fight with the lieutenant and go off as the great hero, right? <laughs> exactly. That's a Hollywood Exa- I mean, cop, that, that's, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that's, a, that's what Hollywood would put out. That that's not cop. reality. <laughs> that is not reality, folks. Reality is a far cry from what you're seeing on the TV. Mm-hmm. You got to get out of your dream world and get into the real world if you're going to critique this kind of stuff. Good night. If you've never had to use force, you don't have a clue. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The only thing that officer could have done is exactly what he did. He did exactly the right thing. And I don't care what BLM or anybody else has to say about it. They can go jump in a in the, in the ocean and take a swim to Asia. Yeah. I'm trying to keep my mouth from getting me in trouble. Because <laughs> there's things I'd like to say about BLM yeah. that they wouldn't like. <laughs> they're, they're a bunch of thugs, in my opinion. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're domestic terrorists and they're idiots. And I'm sick of them. And I'm sick of all the people supporting them. 
Oh, and yeah. I'm sick of the corporation supporting them. These CEOs of these corporations, they need to be fired. Yeah. They're, they're morons because they don't know what they're talking about. You know what? I, I, I told the officers mm-hmm. when I retired, I said, I'm going to have your back. Yeah. Because I know that this narratives that are being pushed out there, and I'm going to fight against them. And that's what I'm doing right now. Mm. I got their backs. They, they do it right. Yeah. I'll take anybody on. Mm. Anybody. Bring it on. I don't care. I will take you on and I will take you down. With stupid comments like that. Yeah. Um, but they do it wrong. The officer does it wrong. Like the Daryl Shaven. Uh, mm-hmm. or what's his name? Chauvin. Yeah. Chauvin. Yeah. You, did you ever hear me support him? No. No. And he got. You pointed out right away the errors, everything he did wrong. Right. Like, that's not a. And he got convicted. And he got convicted. And people are going around saying, oh, he should have got convicted. The jury did their job. Leave him alone. Yeah. And if there was a problem with the procedure in the trial, that could be handled on appeal. Yeah. Which is appealing. Right. Everything has gone the way it's supposed to go. So, uh, you know, people, that should have been sequestered. Yeah. Uh, what if one of the jury, jurors had an elderly parent? They couldn't be sequestered. Mm. They had to go take care of a family member at home or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Did you ever think about stuff like that? So I mean, that's stuff we're not told, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So they did their job. If there needs to be an appeal, there'll be an appeal. That the system will work. Now, here's the other thing. In a situation like that, that's a shoot mm-hmm. don't shoot the situation, mm-hmm. right? Right. If they gave me that on the scenario, I would have shot. I would have done the same thing that officer did. Okay? Mm. He did it exactly right. Yeah. And anybody that wants to condemn him, you're morons. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, you. you, you I, I, I figured this would get you. This will hype you up. You struck a chord with me. You struck there. a chord, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had one last nerve left, left, and you're playing banjo on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, let's see. Going back to the story here. So uh, I won't read all the comments as far as the, the different views, but the third officer's footage uh, from his camera shows him responding to Brian after she was shot and an officer star- starting to perform chest compressions on her. Wake up, ma'am. Stay with us. An officer is her saying. <coughs> Excuse me. In the footage, Woods said Wednesday, two police officers performed life-saving measures on Brian, and a medic was called. Ninety seconds after shots were fired, the medic arrived six minutes after the shooting, and Brian was transported to a hospital. When asked why the officer did not use a taser, Woods said, "When officers are faced with someone employing deadly force, deadly force can be the response." Not uh, can, has to be the response. Yeah, daily force can be the response officers give. Yeah, they, I don't like can. That's the chief of police saying that too. Right, the chief needs to say not can, must yeah. use deadly force. Yeah. Anything else is not going to be adequate. You're going, to have a, you're going to have a dead innocent victim, maybe several dead victims, yeah. before you, then they decide to use deadly force after people have been killed. Hmm. This is stupid. So yeah. go ahead. It's a tragedy. There's no other way to say it. It was a 16-year-old girl. I'm a father. Her family is grieving. Okay, stop. That 16-year-old girl made a choice. Mm -hmm. 
a stupid right. choice nonetheless. Right. But she made a choice in front of the cops to act like that. You said she was a foster kid? You know. So no parents in her life to guide her, to help her, to not act that way. Uh, everybody there had no control over their emotions, no control over their faculties. Right. You know, they were all in wild melee, okay? Yeah. That tells me that they were not raised right. Yeah, and that you folks, you got to have control over your emotions. You don't just go wild. You don't go like a wild animal, right? You know, but I've seen way too much of that in my career. Yeah, human behavior is anybody that says we've made progress has got to have their head examined. They've <laughs> never been on a beat for half a day. Yeah, some of the beats that I've worked. I mean, you, you, no. <laughs> people, people can be really irrational and emotional and Extremely. do really stupid and, things. And that's, you, you know? that's what you're getting, brother. We're getting just emotional responses. Emotional, well, in this circumstance, a 16-year-old kid, they see any kid that age in a way that it's, oh, they're incapable of doing such a we, thing because they are good students. Yeah. They are. Well, that's because... Okay, fine, if they're good students, but you don't know what they do when yeah. mom and dad or whomever is you not know, watching them. You know where this is going to end up if people keep pushing stupid things like that? Mm. They're going to call 911, and the cops are going to go, 10-4, and they're going to sit and wait for 15 or 20 minutes. And then they'll nice and easily mosey over and rope off the homicide scene when they get there. Mm-hmm. Because why should they put their life and their career and their family on the line to save another life if the only thing it's going to do is destroy their life? Especially nowadays, man. You got a camera right there. Right. So is that what you want, folks? You want them to just be the homicide scene, rope or offer people? (laughs) Just show up after the whole thing's done and just rope it off and let the investigators come in, do their job, and the coroner do his job? and Yeah. I mean that's where we're go- that's where we're going to end up. Yeah, <clears throat> we keep down this road. I wonder you would, and, and this is another thing you can. You want to wonder what would have happened if there was no response? You ended up stabbing these girls. What then? You know. Oh, then it would have been where were the cops? Exactly. <laughs> that was my first thought. I yeah. was like, oh, where, where were, were the, the cops? cops? Didn't respond in time. Oh, now you well, now you need them. Guess <laughs> what? Yeah, folks. You kept the cops away because of all the stupidity that you put out on social media and everything else. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Nobody goes to their dentist and tells him how to do his job. Nobody goes to their doctor and tells him how to do his job. Nobody goes to their accountant and tells him how to do his job. Nobody goes to their tax tax preparer and tells him how to do do his job. (laughs) You know, nobody tells the you know refrigerator repair guy how to do his job. Yeah. But everybody thinks they know how to do the cop's job. And everybody wants to jump in on critiquing the cop. Yeah. When they don't have day one training or day one experience. So what are you going to mm. do next? Tell your surgeon how to do surgery on you? Yeah. 
Oh, you know, I don't think you should have used that scalpel. You should have used the other one over there, you know, and you should have, yeah. at this point, you shouldn't have taken that out. You should have done this. I, I mean, it's the same equivalence. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. I sit here thinking when you're saying, yeah. you know, and everybody's telling, no. trying to tell the cop how to do the job. Yeah. I just can picture myself going, when you were wearing uniform, bro. Hey, bro, I think you're doing your job wrong. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't, you'd be shocked how many times. Oh, yeah. It's just. <laughs> you know, the cops just rolled. Maybe they, you should have responded this they way, right? They don't physically roll their eyes, but inside they're rolling their eyes. Going, oh, good night. Here's another one. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, continue here with the story. She could be a grandchild. Net Peters. Director of Columbus Department okay, of is Public this, Safety. Okay, now we get in all the the tear jerking, softy pieces. You, you gotta hear it, bro. I mean, you yeah. gotta, this is gonna tell you where where this is all going, right? So this gentleman said on a press conference on Tuesday, "My heart breaks for the family tonight. It's heartbreaking, folks. It is, but not not for the not for the person whose life was saved. No, she should have yeah. been stabbed. Yeah, I haven't heard right? that. Yeah, go ahead. No matter the circumstances, that family is in agony. They deserve answers. The city deserves answers." But fast answers cannot come at the expense of accurate answers. Yeah, yeah. Why was that girl trying to kill the other girl? I want answers to that, too. Go ahead. Exactly. (laughs) Peter said, if the law was broken, the police officer will be held accountable. There was no law broken. (laughs) There was no law broken. You morons. He did his job. Yeah. Again. He saved a lot. Some Department of Public Safety guy trying to tell, trying to say... Like, does the cop know his job, or did he do it right? You know, the evidence will tell. Oh, come on, dude, you know. Police held a press conference late Tuesday where they showed a small portion of body camera footage of the incident. In the video, the officer is seen approaching a fight involving several teenage girls. Police said, and the slow-motion video appeared to show, that the officer shot the teen just as she was attempting to stab the first female that lands on the ground, and then the second female... And what female, stopped her? A bullet. Yeah. How about them apples? Well, check this out. Go Attempting ahead. to stab the first female, whom lands on the ground, and then the second female that is pushed onto the vehicle. So okay. they're two different girls. So that's girls. the second one. That's the second one. So the first one. one that got kicked in the head yeah. by the guy, she was the first one... Now she missed... She, she ducked? She, she, well, she went to the ground. To because stop, stop from being stabbed? Right. Yeah. She didn't quite get her. She fell to the ground because she was pushed. The other okay. guy came over, was kicking her, kicked her in the head and punching her. And then I don't know what happened with the other girl, but you, all you see is that she's on the other girl, um, pushed her upon the car. And, and how, that's how she's trying to stab happened, her. That's where you now saw all it. of this, when you watch the video, uh-huh. all this happened within seconds. Now, for everybody who wants to Monday morning quarterback this, mm-hmm. which is a term the cops use yeah criticizing yeah. i've heard that yeah yeah <laughs> place yourself in that situation mm. you're the cop responding you're coming out of the car this is unfolding in front of you very very quickly mm-hmm. what are you going to do You know what, the vast majority of people who think they're so all that and all full of themselves thinking that they have the answer that the cops should have done, the vast majority of them would freeze. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they would panic, mm-hmm. and they would have no clue what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just straight up. No, you're right. Yeah. That's, 
So I'm not impressed with your criticism, folks. I'm not impressed with it. Somebody put uh, a meme together where they show a steel shot of the girl up on the car and this 16-year-old girl about to stab her with the hand back like this, knife in hand, going towards the other girl. Somebody put on the girl standing on the car, your child, the girl taking a stab, someone trying to kill your child. Right. Now tell me you would not you wouldn't shoot right. the attacker. See, that's a difference. It's true. If it's your kid, you're not hesitating. You're not hesitating. You're shooting. Exactly. You're shooting. Right. So And you and you roll and when when you roll up on the video. Here's an officer. He rolls up. Here's a girl that's what? Almost six foot? Over 200 pounds? Yep. You think he knows she's a 16-year-old foster kid? He, he sees a 200-pound, six foot or 5'9 or something female that looks fully grown trying to stab another female. That's what he sees. You think he's got time to, well, let me go look and see what, if she, oh, look. She's What's a your name child. again? Uh, yeah, let me look her <laughs> up on the computer. Oh, yeah. Oh, foster child. Oh, 16 years old. Maybe I shouldn't shoot. Meantime, three people Everybody's are laying. Everybody's bludgeoned to death. <laughs> stabbed like they're laying on the ground all stabbed and bloody and, you know. And he looks up and she's, and she's right there with a knife coming at him, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, d- this is the stupidity of but, what these people are saying. And it's funny because you, you know? say stupidity, but this is actually the reality of these people, how they think. That's probably how they would approach that whole situation. They want to make sure who the person is first, you know. Don't worry about the stabbing yet. Let me, do I have a right shooter now? Let me go ahead. <laughs> That's how stupid it is, you know, that they think like that. That's why they make these dumb comments. As if, man, you got to give that child, that good child, that good student a chance. Thank you, so, thank you, Cultural Studies Department in every university in the country. You've created a bunch of morons. Go ahead. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm angry, folks. I'm angry yeah, about that. I knew that's, that, that was going to yeah. hit a nerve. Yeah. Uh, so attempting oh. to stab the first female that lands on the ground and then the second female that, that is pushed onto the vehicle. She was a good kid. She was loving Hazel Bryan, who said she was the victim's aunt. Told Columbus, ABC affiliate, blah, blah, blah. Near the scene of the shooting. Yeah, she had issues. Huh, she had issues. But that's okay. That's okay. She didn't deserve to die like a dog on the street. <laughs> a review of the shooting will be conducted by the Ohio uh, Bureau of Criminal, Investiga- Criminal Investigation. Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther confirmed the news of the shooting on Twitter. This afternoon, a young woman tragically lost her life. He wrote. And what was tragic about it is no one was in her life to guide her. That's the tragedy. That's the tragedy. You're right. Go ahead. We do not know all of the details. There is body-worn camera footage of the incident. We are working to review it as soon as possible. BCI is on the scene conducting an independent investigation as they do with all CPD-involved shootings. We will share information that we can as soon as it becomes available. He continued, I'm asking for residents to remain calm and allow BCI to gather the facts. Oh, residents will remain calm, but BLM won't. No, of course not. The instigators they'll, won't. They'll, they'll bust people in. Yeah, the instigators yeah. and the rioters won't. No, they'll bust people in. They see yeah. an opportunity. Oh, <clears throat> well, most definitely. Yeah. They, don't, they could care less about that 
that girl. Oh, they can care less. They could care less about her. They see an opportunity to push their agenda. Exactly. People gathered near the scene of the shooting as night fell and later marched through Columbus and outside the police department. The shooting came about an hour before former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of second and third degree murder in the May 2020 death of George Floyd. <clears throat> police initially said that said Makia Bryant was 15 years old, but Franklin County Services Children's Services later said she was 16. That's the end of that story there. <clears throat> I think her grandmother, or maybe that aunt that they were talking about in this article, <clears throat> I saw a, very, a video where she was, she was upset and she was screaming because they had quite a few cameras. I think it was all show for the cameras too, by the way. That's just my mind. But uh, she was chow- shouting, you know, so oh, she was a good kid. They didn't have to do. She didn't. Even, she didn't even try. She wasn't trying to stab anyone. She didn't even have a a knife. Right? That's what she was claiming. Lying through their teeth. Somebody that was actually <laughs> recording her mm-hmm. kept telling her, come on now, tell the truth. Right. Come on now, yeah. tell the truth. It, you know who got that girl kid killed? <laughs> Not that officer. Right. You know who got that girl killed, Killed, mm. brother? Tell me. The people who are saying she didn't have a knife. Yeah. Because they enabled her her whole life. Yep. They enabled her behavior... They let her become what she was at 16. They pampered her, and it's their, the blood is on their hands mm. that she's dead now because they didn't do their job in raising her correctly. Mm-hmm. They're at fault. Yeah. Nobody else is to blame. That's right. Right. It's about time we shove it back in their face because I'm sick of them shoving it in our face. Yeah. No, it's you so, know, it's so true. You know, they're they're so fast and easy to bring judgment against. You know, in these circumstances, you know, with the police, and then when you try to make an argument, well, okay, great, you're passionate about this. You know, you're still not waiting for the facts to come out. You're just emotionally responding. How come you don't emotionally respond to that when you have the highest crime rate, black against black, in the city of Chicago? How come you're not out there protesting? Why don't you try to break out into a riot over there, see what happens? Generational <laughs> gang members. You know? Generational gang a members. A seven-year-old girl got was shot in Chicago in the streets because some thugs were shooting at each other. Little girl got killed. Right. Is anybody out there protesting no they don't care screaming her name no these people are psychopaths they're narcissistic psychopaths it's it's unfortunate that and they don't they could care less about that little girl exactly exactly you and i care more about that little girl than they did oh man it's just you and i care more about that little girl than blm does oh yeah most definitely but do we get money from corporations we're the lowest of the low bro (laughs) <laughs> According to them, right? So forget you stupid corporations. Huh? Yeah. You guys back off and let small business build up again. Yeah. Let people begin to entrepreneurs and build small businesses again. Yeah. Stop trying to kill small business, you big bullies. Yeah. That's what's happening. You tyrants. I'm sick of them. It's, 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 man, bro, it's like, although we roll our eyes and we're like, what? Another one? We got to cover it. But, I mean, it's a reality of what's taking place in our world. But we're believers. We understand sin. We understand 
how bad sin is and how being dead spiritually brings about this attitude, brings about this influence. But you know what? There's a limit to our tolerance. Almost definitely. uh, To this stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's a limit to God's tolerance. God won't tolerate this forever. Mm -hmm. There will be judgment for this kind of stuff. And, and, and I, my, my patience and my tolerance is running out real fast. And it, because the people who should have done their job are blaming the people who did their job. Mm-hmm. And they're calling good evil and evil good. Yeah. And I'm sick of that. And I'm, we're not, I'm not putting up with it anymore. We're calling it out. Right. Whether anybody listens or not. We're calling it out. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten to a point where you have to. And uh, <clears throat> as Christians, I mean, a lot of people think, oh, those Christians, they should be acting like dumb old sheep, right? Like, just take no, we it. Got enough. Just, just take it, you we, know, sit there and be, try to be the nicest person in the world. Because no, nice. lo- that's loving nice, your neighbor, nice, right? Nice. Thou shall be nice. Nice just means ignorance. <laughs> nice is ignorance. It really is. I don't think they understand what loving your neighbor is. They don't have an understanding what, you know, what God commands of us in Scripture. I would have been hard on that girl as a parent. Yeah, sure. And you know what? That that would have shown her more love than than that entire neighborhood did. Mm. Yep. Yep. But you know how it is, brother. We, man, they, they just the kids nowadays are allowed to run amok. There, and with this whole new age psychology, men, I mean, oh, there are mental issues. Obviously, there are. We're not denying that. But the way they approach it to bring about a remedy or relief for it, it's horrible. I don't know of any psychologist that promotes codependency. And enabling bad behavior. I don't think I've ever seen any psychologist that would yeah. promote that. So I don't know where this psychology is coming from yeah. that you're referring to. Yeah. But none of them, any, any psychologist worth his salt, would never enable bad behavior. Destructive behavior. Right. You right. know? And, and would never... Uh, Endorse codependency, mm-hmm. being codependent towards someone, and right. just you know, and codependency is just a, 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 it's a psychological problem as well. Mm-hmm. Sure, but it's it's also a, a form of selfishness. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, you, you don't want to confront the other person and make them responsible for their behavior when it's small things. And so, and that's enabling them. Mm-hmm. And it, it, small things eventually become big things, and you end up with a situation like this. Yeah. It starts with the first time the girl sasses her parents, or sasses her foster mother or father or whatever it is, sasses yeah. whoever, who's an authority over her, and gets away with it. Mm-hmm. You're right. And then it grows from there. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And that's human nature. Yeah, sure is. Because we're prone... To being full of ourselves. The thing that we need to learn is humility. 
And that's that's, and, 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 uh, that's one thing that is extremely lacking in our world. Yeah. You know, it's just... Everybody's not, so full of themselves, no. so proud. Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. Know, it's not a lack of self-esteem we have. It's too much self-esteem. Too much. Thank you. You said it. Yeah. Believe in yourself. You do yourself. Make yourself happy. Make, no, we, we, really? believe, we believe in ourselves to the point of, of it being fantasy and not mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I've always said? Know your limitations. Yeah. And work within those limitations. That yeah. doesn't mean you still can't accomplish things. You can do great things with your limitations. All humans are limited. We're limited creatures. God made us that way. Yep. But we also still have great abilities. That's right. But to, to be puffed up to the point where, you know... I can do this, and I can... No, you can't do crap without God. <laughs> yep. The thing you have to say is, I'm nothing without Christ. Yeah. My esteem is not in me. My esteem is in Christ. That's where we need to be. Yeah. That's the solution to these problems that Chicago's having. Mm-hmm. It's the gospel. I guarantee you the churches in the part of Chicago that's being shot up I guarantee you they're not doing their job. Oh, I guarantee you the pastors are not doing their job. They're not preaching what they should be preaching from the podium. Yeah. I guarantee right. you every one of them are codependent and enabling this behavior. Mm. And they're blaming the wrong people. I guarantee you that's what's happening. You know what, what it is? Give your, thigh, your tithes and offerings and then you are, it will be returned to you Tenfold. <laughs> That's more than likely what's happening, brother. <laughs> yeah, but it's sad, sad but many, true. How I many mean, people know that in the Old Covenant, that full tithe offering was 23%? A lot of people don't know that. Oh, don't tell them. They'll freak <laughs> out. <laughs> They're still stuck at 10%. Yeah, and, then that's and in the New Covenant, 10. it's free will giving. Yeah, exactly. It's not a tie. I, I told somebody one time so. they were sitting, set in stone. No, it's 10% Titan offering. I said, well, according to your standard, you're cheating God then. What do you say? Because in the whole covenant, it was 23 plus percent. Right. So 10%, where'd you get 10%? Right. Do you have enough savings? Because you're going to have to pay God back. And where's, and where's your sheep and your tur- turtle dove? I don't see a sheep and a turtle dove. <laughs> exactly. Dog, huh? Exactly. You got to bring that in. got to bring that in. That's part of the tithe. Mm-hmm. You know? Good night. I mean, it just we, we just believe anything we're told, and it just drives me nuts. It's, it's, it's amazing how sheepish we really are. No, you're right. You know? We are really, really just... We... It, the news, our favorite news anchor says it must be true. Oh exactly. my goodness. It's like we're mind numbed robots. Yeah. We've lost the ability to reason and to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody does, you know, we think everybody else is supposed to do our thinking for us. Yeah, most definitely. You know? Yeah. And it's the same approach at church. Yeah. You know, oh, it's a news anchor. He's a news anchor. He reports the news. Yeah. He must be right. Same thing with pastors. He's a pastor. They he stu- must be right. They study, yeah. they study the Bible. He must be right. 
But you get you get all those pastors together and you see what kind of debate they have over theology. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you'll find out where each one of them uh, stands, right? I know all And the, not all of them are going to agree on the same uh, thing. Uh, no, they you. won't. And I guarantee you, I know all the theological arguments, folks. I've been down that road a number of times. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, sure have, so... Yeah. Good stuff, no, brother. think for yeah. yourselves. Think for yourself. God gave you 66 inspired books that you can purchase, very mm-hmm. cheap, yeah. in really nice leather binding, <laughs> that you can read yourself and understand the scriptures for yourself. Yep. And the Holy Spirit, He gave you to help you understand it. Yeah. But how many people read it? Oh, well, you got to go there, bro. But you, you got to understand, <laughs> my favorite sitcom is on, on Netflix tonight, and I got to watch that. Because we're going to talk about it at the water cooler at work the, tomorrow, and I, I don't want to be behind. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other one. And I got to see the news. Oh, the scam media? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're scamming you every night? I was going to say, know? and if they, <laughs> if they do read some, they don't read like an entire chapter or at least two verses and dig into the context of it. They'll go back and read their favorite scripture, verse, whatever. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I can, I can I'll repeat that 150 times. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm, I'm a, a Christian. I, I read John 3.16. I can go to bed I now. I can go to bed now. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> like, go to Jeremiah was it 29 blah 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 right right right, right, right. yeah yeah <laughs> it, oh my goodness but that's just, I love what Pastor Brian our pastor oh. said one time oh. from the pulpit and I love that he did this mm-hmm. I said yes our churches are full with Christians there was like yeah but fuller of ignorant Christians it's true because it's true it's so true <laughs> And I don't think we, everybody was expecting that one. We don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we're easily fooled. Oh, easily. easily. And that's it's a, that's why, you know, we're easily pushed around so yeah. easily. And that's how we you easily re- emotionally respond to something without even knowing the facts. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's how. That's the true pandemic right there, bro. I, I, I got to read you something. This was sent to me by a, buddy, by a friend of ours. Okay. Who was a La Mesa PD cop. And I worked with him at another department. He was actually one of my FTOs at another department. And we became close friends. And I'll read you a text that he just sent me yesterday. He said, just met one of my new neighbors that purchased a home down the street and was in the process of moving in. Mm-hmm. This person started talking about police, the police officers. Uh-oh. <laughs> That had been doing all those brutalizing and murdering and everything. I waited somewhat patiently to let him rant, rave, and act like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) What a lie. (laughs) If you know this, if we know, it's Rico. If you know this. Oh, yeah. If you know Rico. I know Rico. You know, he's very straightforward. He doesn't. I love it. I love Rico. (laughs) He's like like a real live uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, but short oh, yeah. pudgy ver- short mm-hmm. pudgy version of him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then he opened his big mouth and said, "Maybe I should be more conservative." <laughs> and 
it's the wrong thing to say to Rico. Especially to Rico, yeah. <laughs> and keep my big mouth shut out here. I told him that regardless of what he thinks, police officers are trained making life or death decisions in one millionth of a second so that idiots without a brain can destroy it, take it apart, and call them murderers and everything other and every other thing they can think of without having walked a couple miles in that officer's shoes. He looked at me as he realized he had struck a nerve (laughs) and commented that he really didn't think of it that way. My response was, why not go on a ride-along in a bad neighborhood and see what happens on a slow night? Oh, Rico. There's only Rico. <laughs> Maybe. But Rico and I used to laugh and laugh with each other. Maybe you won't be so quick to judge or make comments that show the ignorance of the, uni- uh, of the uninformed. Mm. Um, yeah. Amen to that. There's only Rico amen can put it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I know we live in a society where people are not used to very straightforward talk. Mm. They're not used to the um, kind of the gruff mentality and attitude yeah. and the straight talk that comes out of that. Um, but folks, we got to get over that. Yeah. Our society has to get over that. Um, you know, I mean, that's one of the hard t- things, one of the things that's hard for military members getting out is they're used to a certain demeanor mm-hmm. when it comes to that, right? Right. And so they carry that with them into the civilian world, and they're like a fish out of water. Because in the civilian world, you know, they have safe spaces and microaggressions and all kinds of stuff <laughs> like that, right? Right. Um, you know, and here comes this military member or this seasoned cop, right, some old retired cop like me, and we just give them the facts straightforward. Yeah. Just don't exactly. mince our words. Just, put just it, give it straight. You know, give, give it straight to you. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like Elijah, you know. Yeah. Right. And uh, and 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 they people just totally freak out. Mm-hmm. It just triggers them, and they get all freaked out, and they get they feel like they've been threatened. They feel threatened, and they feel. And I'm going, what has happened to our society? Mm. You know, we have pampered these kids and now we're reaping what we have sown most definitely and that shooting is an example mm-hmm. of reaping what you sow yeah. that girl is dead because somebody didn't do their job when she was 6 rather than mm-hmm. 16 mm-hmm. Yeah. that's why she's dead you're right, bro. No 16-year-old has the brains God gave a rat. Okay? No 16-year-old has full control over their emotions. No 16-year-old has seriously good discernment and judgment. None of them. That's why they need people like us in their lives to back them off and say, Hey, come here. Back off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's go have a talk. Yep. Let me let me tell you some things. Let me teach you some things you need to learn. You know, and whatever method we need to teach them, 
because they need to learn these things. Yeah. The best thing that happened to a lot of young people is when they showed up in boot camp and that drill instructor, drill sergeant, or that company commander got up in their face and started reading them the riot act. Mm. Good stuff. Attitudes got straightened out real fast in boot camp. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And some of our homes need to learn that lesson. Yeah. Maybe not turn, you know, we don't want to turn homes into boot camps, but learn the lesson of not enabling your kids and not being codependent to your kids and not pampering your kids. Set boundaries, healthy boundaries, and make them responsible for those boundaries. Yeah, that's huge. Responsibility is huge, bro. Yes. And tell them, here's, here's the rule we had as cops. I'm going to, I ask you, I tell you, then I tackle you. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yep. It, it, I ask you. You don't want to conform? I tell you. You don't want to conform? Fight's on. Yeah. Okay? As parents, tell them once. Because you're not asking them as a parent. Mm -hmm. Tell them once. Get your room cleaned up before supper. Yeah. You go check the room after before supper. It's still a mess. You don't tell them again, you're on restriction for two days. Mm -hmm. right. Or what, whatever is going to work with your kid, right? The door's coming off the hinge. You can earn it back when your room is cleaned, back, cleaned up. <laughs> okay? I'm serious. You know? And just yeah. to touch on that, did you, you actually did that to one of your children, right? You removed the I door? I did. I did. Tell us just, you know, a little bit on that story. Not the details, but at least what made you go to that point. Oh, uh, she was a little wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was, um, well, she told her testimony. Yeah, so, and I was so going to mention that. I, I, I was thinking how much I should say. Yeah. She ran away Don't, a lot, and yeah. she she was she was rebellious, and she had a lot of lot of uh, you know defiance. And she came home after running away one day in handcuffs with the local police department because she turned herself in. She, fortunately, she'd not been caught on committing mm -hmm. any crimes or anything like that. It was just a runaway. And I took the door off her hinge. And she says, how am I supposed to change clothes? I said, there's a bathroom right there. Use it. <laughs> how am I going to get my door back? I go, you earn it back. You start conforming to the rules of this house. You want your privacy, you conform to the rules. Yeah, right. Should we tell what she does today? Go ahead, brother. Yes, do it. Today she's a detective for the Stanley County Sheriff's Department, North Carolina, and she's done a great job as a law enforcement officer. Yeah, and she's gotten promoted. And she's, she's and yeah, she got promoted to detective, and she's an Army veteran. Honorable discharge, Afga Afghanistan combat veteran with a bronze star. Right? So became... Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I was crawling to find the yeah. episode. Oh yeah, yeah. So that I can point him to that. Yeah. And you know why? Because she had a dad in her life that cared enough for her mm. to kick her in the rear when she needed it. Mm. 
Yeah. And now she's doing she's doing great. What an amazing story, brother. She's not dead because she did something stupid and some cop had to shoot her. Yeah. And folks, if you want to hear more details about her amazing testimony, go to and watch episode 63 titled Beef and the Two Claibornes. <laughs> we did an interview with her and what a blessing. What a blessed time we had. We had a lot of fun. And we I think were it was one of the laughing. Best. Yes. One of our best episodes ever. I think I one think. of the best episodes we ever We did. laughed so much because yeah. she's very funny and, and just keeps you yep. on your toes. And yep. Uh, yep. We, told, we even told her, you have a future in podcasting. <laughs> um, but her testimony of God's grace and mercy oh and the testimony, you know, hearing it from you as well and her together. Yeah. Hey, wow. So episode six three, well, just three hearing folks. her talk and sit goosebumps up and down my my spine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just it was just phenomenal. The grace of God Amen. and what He did for her. I mean, I put her through the ringer mm-hmm. to get her straightened out. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And um, yeah. Um, she put me through the ringer too. We did it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> she does say that. But, That's right. But but we're very close. And uh, today is uh, father and daughter, and uh, can't wait to see her again. Uh, what a blessing, bro! Wonderful relationship. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and it, that's what we need, men. It challenges to you always. <clears throat> uh, mothers, they're gonna be mothers. They're gonna respond, you know, from an emotional standpoint because you know that's their child, right? Mm-hmm. But men, we have to be above reproach. We have to be are the ones that set the guidelines, guide them, instruct them, lead them in the in how Christ. And when we mess up, guess what? Go apologize. Go ask for forgiveness. If God forgive you of your sins, why can't we forgive our children of their sins? It doesn't mean you pamper them. It doesn't mean you go out loud and roll the red carpet for them. You keep them accountable. You teach him, you guide him, you take those opportunities to do the best that God has given you, right, brother? Right. And in the end, guess who works everything out? God does, because he's in control of all things. He is. Pray for your kids. Be parents to your kids. Doggone it, be parents to your kids. Stop being friends to your kids. Mm -hmm. You're not their friend. Yes. Yes. You're not their peer. They're not your boss. You be the doggone parent, and you set the pace. Mm-hmm. You set the boundaries. We got to get back to old school parenting. Mm-hmm. All of this pseudos, it's not real psychology that's the problem. Right. It's these, it's these, these pseudo-psychologists, these pretend psychologists, mm-hmm. that write books and... <laughs> You know, yep. they're the greatest thing since God created parents, right, to mm-hmm. parenting, right? And they create a total disaster because yeah. they have no clue what they're talking about. Yeah. You want to learn how to parent? Read the book of Proverbs. Mm. Had a good start, Been there though. for a thousand years, probably 3,000 years, yeah. and uh, God tells you everything you need to know about parenting in that book in in that in in those 31 chapters of mm-hmm. proverbs you could read it in a month amen good stuff bro so folks there you have it i know we got into parenting more but because you know we have to go in that direction especially as christians because 
the world goes the way it does because of the lack of parents and how parents are supposed to take responsibility for the children when they grow when they grow up and they're not they're not taking responsibility i mean it, this should be a heavy burden on on parents you know but right. again it's it's a pandemic bro i mean it it is what it is it's a pandemic that's a real pandemic right there yeah it's a, you know so yeah i don't know, I don't know how, what else nothing to else to add right yeah yeah <laughs> Good stuff, my brother. All right. Well, let me real quickly go through what I had tonight. Yeah, uh, do it. So I'll just read through these, and uh, you can give a quick reaction. We'll call, close it out. So this is from Health Impact News. We're switching gears here, folks. Uh, I'll try to take a few breaths and uh, do some Tai Chi and calm myself down. <laughs> I love it. All right. Mass murder. 3,486 deaths in the U.S. following COVID injections in four months. More vaccine deaths recorded than the past 15 years combined. The CDC announced this week that deaths reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or what's called VAERS, a U.S. government-funded database that tracks injuries and deaths caused by vaccines following experimental COVID injections. Remember, they're in... Experimental injections, folks, are not real vaccines. Always remember that. How, and, and the CDC, it says on the CDC thing, mm. when you're reading through their documentation, uh-huh. take at your own risk. Wow. <laughs> CDC, right there on the CDC page, take at take oh, your own risk. Man. All right? If you're not being told that about the people giving it to you, mm, some people going to be in trouble. All right. Caused by vaccines following experimental COVID injections, have now recorded 3,486 deaths since December of 2020. When the Pfizer and Moderna mRNA COVID shots, correct, mm-hmm. that's the correct terminology. Okay. It is synthetic RNA going into your cell. RNA is mm-hmm. the messenger, DNA okay. is the brain of your cell. You have mm-hmm. a synthetic RNA going into your cell, communicating with the brain of the cell. And conflicting with the natural RNA in your cell mm, and creating okay. a major problem in the body. Okay? So it says that the mRNA COVID shots were given emergency use only. Remember that, folks. Emergency use only. And you're responsible when you take it. You can't sue the manufacturer. And that's by the FDA. The FDA says that. Get a perspective on the magnitude of deaths following COVID shots that are being reported to the CDC. There were only 3,445 deaths reported to the CDC following all vaccines from 1-1-2005 through 11-30-2020. The 15-year period prior to the FDA using emergency use authorizations for experimental COVID injections in, the, in December of 2020 the Johnson & Johnson, or J&J Jensen shot, has the highest percentage of recorded deaths. Mm. And I thought that would be the one that would be the safest. Hmm. With Moderna second, the Janssen shot is currently paused by the FDA due to reports of rare blood clots. I have a heart uh, yeah, condition. Johnson, Johnson, I have a heart right. condition. You think I want to take that? Yeah. <laughs> Put a blood clot in my artery in my heart. Do it at your own risk, bro. Yeah. <laughs> According to the CDC, these reports only exist with eight people, all women. 
However, the specific cases of blood clots is very narrowly defined by the FDA and CDC, looking only for cerebral, venous, sinus, thrombosis, combined with thrombocytopenia, blood clots in the brain combined with low blood platelets. platelets. But many other kinds of blood clots following injections have also been reported, many of them fatal, besides just cerebral venous sinus thrombosis. If we search for deaths due to any kind of thrombosis, the numbers go up. Here are are the search results of death in all causes of thrombosis uh, blood clots. Have to hit read more. Will it bring it up? No, it won't. Okay. So anyway, oh, there we are. Oh, there it is. It's got it's got charts that I can't show you, folks. So, uh, but you get the gist of it. It's it's pretty bad. Just be aware of that. Be informed. Yeah. Be an informed person. If you choose to get the shot, it's on you, folks. But just be informed, right, about these things. All right. One more. Microbiologist Dr. Susharit Bakdai, it's it's Indian, uh, east like India near China, India. Okay. Um, uh, so I'm probably butchering the name, but he warns COVID shots to decimate world population, and he said this on Fox News in an interview. I'll bring it up real quick. In this exclusive interview with the New American Magazine's senior editor, Alex Newman, world-renowned German-Thai-American microbiologist, Dr. Sucharit Bakdai, Hmm. warns that the COVID hysteria is based on lies and that the COVID vaccines are set to cause a global catastrophe and decimation of the human population. This is crazy stuff. You don't get this on YouTube. No. You don't get this on the main on the scam media. <laughs> That's right. Starting off, he explains that the PCR test has been abused to produce fear in a way that is unscientific. Next, he explains that the mRNA vaccines are going to do... Uh, that what the mRNA vaccines are going to do to the human body in terms and using analogies that anyone can understand. Among other concerns, he expects massive deadly clotting as well as immune system responses that will destroy the human body. Finally, Bagdai, who warned of impending doom during a Fox News interview that went viral, calls for criminal prosecutions of the people responsible and an immediate halt to this global experiment. Mm. Don't believe it, for God's sake. And for God's sake, inform yourself before you let yourself and your beloved ones be vaccinated. Because if you have been vaccinated once, and guys, don't get a third or fourth or fifth, because if you do that, you are going to contribute to the decimation of the world's population. Mm. 
There you go. Hey everybody, Alex Newman here with the New American, and we've got more coverage. Of so I don't have time. Issues and the vaccines, and today we're joined. So it's thirty-nine minutes long, so we're mm. not going to do that for thirty-nine minutes. But you got the gist of that interview. So yeah. uh, more to there's a lot more, but uh, just go to the New American and look up the interview, uh, or you can go, folks, to um, this is on. Uh, what is this on? Let me go back. Uh, speed. It's a it's a site called Speed the Shift. Mm. Accelerate the Great Awakening. You can find it on DuckDuckGo. Speed the Shift. Accelerate the Great Awakening. Uh, click on that, and you can get the full interview and watch it. Mm. Okay. Good stuff. So that's all I'm gonna have. We got to get going on uh, ordering some pizza, brother. Oh yeah. And get in the fellowship. We're gonna though. have some manly fellowship today. Yeah. So. Looking forward to that. Yep. Folks, just stay encouraged. Put your faith and trust in the Lord. Find joy in the midst of this suffering, <laughs> this pandemic, and always look to Christ. Don't ever just approach life from what you can accomplish or you being the center of everything else. Christ has to be the center of your life. Make those decisions according to what God tells you in His Word. Other than that, brother, you got anything else? If not, Just that uh, life can be rough, but rough makes us stronger. Amen. What doesn't kill you makes you better. Yes, it does. Makes That's you right. stronger, right? That's right. So, all right. Uh, God, he always, he always does that for us. Anyway, remember, keep your mind sharp, your heart pure, and we'll see you next podcast. We'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, we wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I uh, also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. I uh, want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us and uh, it's a blessing to have in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Uh, we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. Stay